0: The reality with Amazon, there is an algorithm. How do you get shown on page one? So when you go to buy on Amazon, it's all about being on page one for that that term you search for.
1: And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Well, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where you find the dopest people that do the dopest stuff, proven success. Okay. And um today we don't have a um a COVID millionaire. <laughs> we don't have a COVID success story. We have tenure here, like 10 years. Somebody's been in the game for a minute. So, Jamie, what's up, man? How much man?
0: Great to be here. Appreciate you having, man. This, oh, this is pretty cool.
1: I'm excited, man, because uh we were talking earlier and you said you've been in the game for 10 years. Well, nine years since 2012.
0: Yeah, I guess in this in the entrepreneur world, it seems like a long time in, in this this space here. But yeah,
1: oh yeah. Wow. So I guess for for those that don't know, I guess uh, how do you how do you normally introduce yourself to people?
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, yeah, it's Jamie Davidson, co-founder of AMZ Insiders. That's that's our uh, our program where we help people with. But really, uh, we sell or Amazon sellers primarily, or e-commerce sellers at its core. I tell people, hey, we just sell stuff. Using e-commerce and Amazon's, what we found is the most powerful channel mm-hmm. to do it. And uh, so we've got a couple big brands that we're, you know, that we're kind of known for, uh, that our products are known for. But really, you know, you can sell really any product once you have the the team. We have a team in Atlanta here, mm-hmm. up the road here. We have got about uh, thirty five people here, and then we've got two hundred people over in uh, in China in Shenzhen, China to
1: really make all this happen. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So. You, first off, it used to be a time where if you were going to sell a product, you'd have to build a website, you have to get the product, you have to sell it. You have to ship it, yeah. but you don't do any of that.
0: No, no, exactly right. Right. Like this morning I woke up, we have X amount of sales, you know, a lot of sales, but all that. I don't see the product. We don't uh, really, we have a website for like Shopify that we use, but really most of it all happens through a marketplace, which is Amazon. There's other marketplaces like Walmart and everything else, mm-hmm. but they handle everything. All the products actually at their, at their warehouses for the most part. Um, they handle all the the shipping, logistics. Uh, the Once it gets there, all the customer service, all that happens through Amazon, actually. We handle the product. I think that's
1: so cool. My <laughs> gosh. So you have 35 people here in Atlanta yep. on your staff, and then 200 in China. Explain that. What are all these people doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. So initially, we had the team just here in Atlanta, up the road in Alpharetta. We have we do have a warehouse, even though most of the product's at Amazon. We have other platforms, and we, we stage some products here just... Most people, if you're starting off, you don't need that. That's just because we started back when we did. Um, But uh, so over time, my partner's native Chinese who uh, lives here, I'm sure we'll probably talk about that a little bit, but um, used to be my next door neighbor. But uh, we built the team here. And then over time, we've, we've moved the team over to China, um, or we just expanded and grown the team over in China. And that's where we sourced I'm saying like you product.
1: didn't move people here say, so go to China. Yeah, no, right? we didn't move. He actually
0: moved there, I should say. He moved there for two years just to build out the team. Um, most people probably won't do that, that are, that are you know, watching or listening. But uh, what a lot of people do, do is something similar. I'm sure even since other businesses, they'll use like virtual assistants in the mm-hmm. Philippines. So it's the right. same concept, just we had some connections in, uh, in China to do that with. But it's the same concept of, of building your team globally. Um, you don't have to build it all locally all right. um, and you can grow pretty fast.
1: Hmm. Okay. So that's the high level of things you've done. You do you mind sharing like how big is your business? Like what is your, how, like yeah. like income wise?
0: Yeah, sure. So on the, the top line, we broke uh, the nine figures. We broke a hundred million in 2000, uh, really early 2018. You know, really? from the previous year. Yeah. So the, the business grew the first couple of years early. Um and again, e-commerce is different than let's say coaching digital products. So the maybe the margins aren't as high, but they're mm-hmm. you know, the typical margins in an Amazon business probably about twenty percent, twenty five. As you get to real scale, maybe you're at fifteen percent, mm-hmm. a little bit less, but you can scale the revenue on the e-commerce probably a lot bigger and faster than you can, you know, on, on most other endeavors. So God. so yeah, so got we grew it fast. Um and uh we're pretty proud that we keep growing a lot year over year. I mean, this past year in 2020, Chris, was massive for really a lot of people Mm -hmm. um, because of the, obviously the pandemic, and everything else, Mm -hmm. e-commerce, you know, grooving that much faster, but really we're proud just every year that we continue to grow.
1: You have a nine-figure business. Yes. That is amazing. I got so many more questions, (laughs) golly. All right. So before the nine-figure business, before the partnership, um, before the 200 staff in China, who is Jamie Davidson?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great question. No. So, uh, no, I mean, by background, it's just, I was your kind of typical, I'll call it um, corporate climb through there. I was kind of grew up in, uh, I'll call it middle class or upper middle class up in New York. Uh, bought into the education system. You know, I went to uh, uh, US Military Academy at West Point. I was a military officer.
1: You said you're upper middle class in New York. So your parents yeah. were well off?
0: yeah really, yeah not like not like wealthy like you see now, but like you know father was a, an engineer then an attorney and and in mm-hmm. uh, up in Syracuse, you know, so we weren't like you know we weren't baller, so to speak, but yeah, you know yeah. did okay and and my uh I've got three siblings, but uh I had a background in the military, my dad grandfather all there, so through there, but really you know on top of kind of the military and leadership size, but really bought in myself, I was always into you know, building wealth and, and entrepreneurship. Even then, you know, I'd study Money Magazine back in college and all this.
1: Did your stuff. parents put the in? Like, did they did they teach you this stuff?
0: A, l- a little bit. I just kind of, I did take a liking to figuring out how to make more money. But even you know, back then, this was you know, back in the nineties or two thousand. You know, the internet was just starting. You know, just I still didn't have a total awareness of kind of the scalability of what you could do and really belief of what was possible. I did have kind of a range of belief of like, hey, get it, still get a great, you know, the best job you can get, yeah. work it up. And, uh, but I always had, my dad was a bit of an entrepreneur. He had some restaurants, dry cleaners. So I always had that bug in me. I right. felt like, and I think most people do have always feeling like in your work that, um, I progressed pretty well in my job, but always feeling like you're making money for someone else yeah. and, uh, and sitting in meetings that you really don't want to be in. So I always had that, uh, in the back of my head, like, oh, I want something. I just really didn't know what could kind of be that breakout to do it. So I kind of just kept climbing through the corporate, gotcha. corporate
1: world. Yeah. I, I, I just, uh, it brings up a, a point because um, in, let's say like uh, like our community, African-American community, there are certain things that are taught in our household, right? I'd be interested to know, like what are some of the things that you learn from your parents? Because there there's definitely definitely a difference between uh, maybe, I didn't grow up poor, yeah. but um, there was still some of the, um, the restrictive mindset in you know, in in our community, that's that's taught. Yep. What are some of the things that like you're taught in your household that you realize? Because you have a staff of, I'm sure, just mm-hmm. culture everywhere, right? Sure. What were some of the advantages you think you had growing up? Based on
0: yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's it's a great question. It's stuff that you probably don't realize until maybe you maybe reflect mm-hmm. upon it or you, or you pose the question. You know, it could be yeah. You know, some of the things my parents divorced when I was young. You know, my dad was an attorney, and uh, even though I say. I say we weren't like, he wasn't super wealthy. Like you see some of the guys, but he, you know, by, he did have like a lot of cars. He had like three Jaguars, <laughs> he had two Mercedes and my mom really had very little. And even so really? I kind of had this back and forth, you know, between the two, but. Uh, That's interesting. So, you know, you're in this, this world, you know, where you're, you see kind of a level of wealth in his friends, you know, I'd say, uh, you know, i say, dad, what does, what does that guy do? When I was like 12 or 13, he's got like, the guy just showed me, he's got like 13 cars or something. And my dad would say, oh, well he's, you know, he has his own business. He sells like this widget to this little gasket to the railroads. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'd never learned that in school.
2: You know, what does that guy do? He's like, oh,
0: well, he's got his own installation business and he does really well. And it's like, interesting. You don't learn that in school. So yeah. I probably I did have some exposure, I think, to some people exposure. around that and in uh, a level of, you know, belief of just seeing people around you. Sure. Um, and again, it, it wasn't all like that because, you know, it wasn't until years later that I eventually got into entrepreneurship, yeah. but you know, I do think, you know, you when you see that up close and personable, you know, you do have a little, probably a little bit more belief than sure. it's not as foreign.
1: Absolutely. So in college, you're studying this entrepreneurial thing. I too was studying <laughs> entrepreneurship. That really amounted to anything. My, I guess my wealth building was like network marketing. Yeah. yeah. Because it was the first time I saw like people making money, like, yo, I could do what that guy did with no degree. Yeah. You can see like, at least there's
0: some path, even yeah. if it's a tough path or, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm with you. I was studying, I mean, I, on my own was into kind of entrepreneurship, but I was studying like, you know, economics and system engineering. So it wasn't, you know, I wasn't truly on a path of entrepreneurship, but I was just, uh, really my mindset still was then, you know, kind of leadership and then the corporate climb. So I still had a, a lot to learn.
1: Right, right. And then after college, what happened?
0: Yes, yeah, so after college, so, you graduated. Uh, you graduated. Yeah, I graduated. Okay. Yeah, so at West Point, you have a uh, a commitment to uh, in the military. So I had a
1: oh, so after high school, military and military led to college.
0: Uh, so actually, my military was college. So West Point's a military academy, it's a college, but you uh, like the uh, West Point Naval Academy, Air Force Academy. Mm. So it produces officers in the military. So I had a you know, really good education, you know, a lot of engineering that kind of stuff. But uh, then I had a, uh, like a, basically a four-year commitment um, gotcha. in the military. So I was in Savannah, Georgia as an army officer, leading soldiers and going around, all that kind of stuff. But even when I was doing that, I was still like looking at the USA Today paper, like, oh, I need to find a way to make money. Because as an officer, I made like 30 grand, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, uh, I set up like a vending business while I was in the military, like really? little peppermint patties, just, mm-hmm. you know, something. Like I need something to make some extra, extra money. So, sure. you know, that was, you know, just still trying to break out and figure mm-hmm. out. Because the same thing you said, I didn't really know you know, what can I do to, you know, the way it doesn't take all my time that I mm-hmm. can start making some more money.
1: Exactly. And so you were in a career as an engineer before you started Amazon?
2: Uh,
0: it, yeah. So there I was like, yeah, I was in a, uh, I was in the four, pro, I was in a few thousand banking, I ran Home Depot. So I was like a hired gun to be like a senior, eventually a senior leader. So I was in kind of some analytical stuff in banking, but then I was in uh, I was a a chief operating officer and a CEO of two different for-profit education businesses. So basically, these investors would hire me to drop me in a company to see if I could help them grow it.
1: Gotcha. How do we... Because that sounds like a six-figure career. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I did pretty well on that. I mean, I think the most I made, I got close to just under about like a half million a year on that. So that was... Uh, which Listen, actually boys and it-
1: girls, you can make a <laughs> lot of money at a job, okay? You don't have to be an entrepreneur. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no.
0: So it was it was interesting, though. It was still, I mean, when I was the COO or CEO of a company, I was still, um, I still had like a board of directors I reported to, and it's, you know, I was still technically an employee because I, I had like a, a minority share of the company. But- uh, Hold
1: on, hold on, how'd you get there? I mean, they hired you and then, or did you, you build it with yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, that's no, it's, it's a good question. So-
0: you know the the short version of it is you know when I was out of the military and I was hired in banking and I was leading a small team. Then you get a little bit bigger of a team, and then I you know I kept getting promoted, um, and you know even through that I was getting promoted, I would still see you know layoffs and all this stuff. So it was still some of the negative stuff that you don't like. But with that, um, you know the mouse came bigger. A couple of different companies it was really these. It was kind of almost a segue to entrepreneurship. Like these investment bankers I met, they said, oh you should probably go. Um, you should go help run companies. There's a whole segment of industry and about these private equity or, you know, venture guys will go in and put a lot of money into deals. And as these guys put money in deals, then they need guys to run these, co- they need operators to run these companies. You know, let's say it's a, a $20 million business and they want to get to 50, a hundred million. A lot of times the entrepreneur that was good at getting it from zero to 10 or zero to 20 isn't great to getting it to 50 or hundred. So mm. I was one of those guys for a couple of those deals. Um,
1: so, so, um, just, just so I'm, I'm understanding, cause, yeah. um, a lot of these terms, I'm just now learning in terms of like, um, investment banking sure, and private, private equity, equity. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yep. So
0: I was the same way. Yeah. Until I actually got involved with it. Yeah. Right. Right. So
1: there, there's a company, let's say we get together, we say, okay, we're going to start a private equity firm and say, we're, our whole business model is based on giving money to other businesses to grow when we take a percentage.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's essentially like, yeah, it's like using your example. So if we get together, let's raise a fund and we're going to raise, like we say, some of these guys are bigger. Let's say they raise a hundred million dollars, 200, 300 million. Let's say we say we're going to raise $50 million. Um, and then what we do, you and I go find institutional investors. So think about all these universities, a lot of these have endowments. They have huge pools of money that they want to deploy and invest. And they say, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to give you a couple million dollars. Institutional investors. So a,
1: so let's say a college, Mm-hmm. they have a fund.
0: They have like an endowment, like alumni from that school, they right. have these endowments. Um, they have uh, these pension plans. They have a lot of these schools or not only schools, it could be different groups or think about people in, uh, you know, say Texas, all these people have uh, oil money. You know, there's a lot of people in the US that have a lot of money, but they, they're they looking for ways to deploy that money to invest. So, you know, entrepreneurs and everything else, they would mm. they would love to. And right now, actually, as we speak now, there's, it's just finally more and more of that money. People are realizing not just in e-commerce and stuff we do, but any kind of, you know, entrepreneurs that are building these things in the digital age, people are realizing like, Ooh, we were putting our money in oil and gas before, but now that's, there's some challenges there, regulations. Let's find really smart entrepreneurs. Like, Oh, David and these guys, okay, you guys are doing some cool stuff. Maybe we can help you guys with some, some investment in this mm-hmm. different stage of that, like venture private equity is a little bit, um, Maybe once the business is a little bit bigger, like maybe it's at 10 million, 20 million. So there's all these different stages where you know they're not great at running businesses, and entrepreneurship, right. but they would love to get behind something, especially as a cause or a mission behind yeah. it too. So so yeah, that's so
1: a yeah. school, let's just say Yale, right? Mm-hmm. They have an endowment, a pot of money, and they'll take that money and invest it in like entrepreneurs or real estate or a business or something like that.
2: Absolutely, I don't know yeah.
1: why I thought <laughs> when they get money. It's just they're sitting there to pour it back into the school, but their goal is to
0: yeah it's yeah, it's a little I mean there's the money from the school itself where they're using it for um you know operating their school, mm-hmm. but there's different and this this isn't is my expertise in terms of how they um these different things, but there's also if you think about it, like an endowment like at Harvard or Yale like they're massive, even like the Westminster school here if you think about the big schools here mm-hmm. in Atlanta, I mean they have the largest endowments in the country, I think of any private school. Um, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. So they have these separate funds or, you know, think about individual families of, you know, that are really wealthy from generational, they'll have large, you know, trust funds, everything else, they have this, these funds and, you know, they, they'll put them in different things. Some will be like super safe, like just cash or bonds. And then there's segments like, Hey, we want to grow this money faster. So, so yeah, they'll, they'll take a segment of that and look to deploy that, that capital. Cause it's just it's sitting there.
1: Interest. I I had no, I never even thought about it like
0: that. So a lot of this space more and more as this stuff grows, and it's just not again, not e-commerce stuff you do, you know, friends of ours do. A lot of the stuff you'll start seeing more of that, you know, Mm -hmm. is as long as you have a purpose for that investment. Like, hey, I can, you know, my business is here, but with a little bit of help and a little bit of guidance, we could get, you know, here.
1: Gotcha. So there's a company that wants to grow and they bring you in and say, We want you to help grow it. But outside of the salary you're going to take a percentage of that.
0: Absolutely, yeah. They want an aligned incentive. So they might say for a, uh, this is kind of a, yeah, this is pretty typical model. They'll take, you know, maybe 15% of the the equity of the company, sometimes maybe 20%. And they'll say, we're going to deploy that just for the management team that comes in. So Mm -hmm. if I, you know, we hire you to come in for this thing, it's like, um, yeah, we're going to give you nice equity. And our goal is we're going to use our capital. We're going to grow this thing. And we're going to sell this business, by the way, in like four
1: By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
0: For years, and we're going to try to sell it for triple, what? worth now. And then Ooh. you're going to get a nice check and you're going to get a nice check and so forth.
1: I like that. So when you left the company, did you still have that? Do you still own the percentage now? Yeah. Like?
0: Great question. I still do. Uh, uh, so usually it's probably like they, they transact and get rid of, you know, they sell the company to maybe a bigger private equity or to a strategic company out there. That'd be like, this would be great. Um, actually the deal was supposed to exit in right before about three, four months before COVID and our private equity group was like, ah, we're going to hold off. Like it's a really good deal. It's going to be a lot of cash for everybody. We're going to hold off. And then, uh, COVID hit in this business where we have a lot of physical locations, like, you know, took a hit this, that business took a hit. So we'll see. So that one, you know, I wish they had exited it. Um, <laughs> that one. I wish they had exited. my business has been doing well, but that right. business. Uh, so they've had that business longer than four years, but that's just, you know, that's the nature of that business. There is but risk. Was, involved.
1: I mean, but this was what 12 years ago.
0: Yeah. A long time. This business held off. Like this, these guys held on for a while. So, that's unique. Usually it's like four, five, which, which yeah, is just fine. Cool. That's just, you know, when that X is I'll, I'll get my whatever, wherever it uh, X It's like is retirement
1: at. bread. Like you <laughs> did it years ago. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Which
0: wow. is not common. Or, you know, another one's, you know, there was a company that reached out to me yesterday and you'll, I think you'll probably start experiencing too, where they're like, we're doing X, Y, Z. We'd love for you to potentially be on the board or be an advisor for us. And same thing. Usually it's like, hey, they don't want to pay a lot of capital because right. I'm not going to be an employee, but like, hey, we'll give you a, uh, you know, we'll give you some equity in the business.
1: I so, never even thought about that. So,
0: so yeah, you can do a lot of those deals right over time and help. you like, I don't know what well, you're really good at. I'm not probably really good at. So if I'm doing that, like, Hey, can you come and help us do, you know, some of this digital stuff, you know, we'll give you X percent.
1: Mm, okay. All right. So you're speaking <laughs> directly to the coaches out here that are helping these people grow businesses that like, you know, there are corporations that would like your help in yeah. the same space yeah, and yep. give you a percentage. Yeah. Of and sometimes okay. it's,
0: you know, and sometimes, you know, if it's a, could be a smaller business that, you know, wherever you can add value, it's the same concept. You can add value to them. Then it's it's worth your time and Gosh. it's worth theirs. Yeah. All
1: right. Let me know if you need help with this nine-figure business you got. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me, yeah, let yeah, me yeah, know yeah. when you're <laughs> the media department. Yeah, yeah. All right. So how did, so you're, you're obviously doing well. You got a percentage of the company. You're making, you know, almost half a million dollars a year. How do we pivot? How do we get into another space? Yeah.
0: Here? Yeah. So this is, so we had, uh, so my next door, neighbor. when I moved into Atlanta, my next door neighbor, literally next door, like from here, about a hundred feet over in our little, uh, our little neighborhood St. Marlo up in, in, uh, John's Creek area that, uh, native Chinese got young kids. we got young kids and, uh, they're playing with each other and he's selling uh cell phone cases out of his garage pretty much. I mean, he's selling, not literally. So he's storing them in his garage,
1: 2012, or
0: uh, 2011, 2011. Like, 11. yeah, when I first moved in and I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. It's kind of funny selling out. But he was an IT consultant, had a regular job just like I did. And uh, it was just like a side hustle for him. Like if you know people that sell stuff on eBay or sell stuff, whatever. Um, so I didn't really take it that seriously initially, uh, except it was more and more and getting busier and busier. And I'd go hang out and we'd have drinks together, you know, a lot of nights and, uh, and just have fun and talk. And then that started growing faster and faster. And I started, you know, he was really technical, but he didn't really know like strategy or how to hire a team or all that stuff. So I was just kind of helping him for fun there. He had another partner actually who's since passed away.
1: So, so, hold yeah. on. so he was, was he, he was selling on Amazon.
0: Uh,
1: yes. He was starting
0: to sell on Amazon before that he would say, you know, he sold on eBay a little bit. He sold on uh, black Friday. He would go out, he'd run around to the stores back then and buy like, you know, computer monitors that were on sale, like right, buy all right. the stuff on sale. And that's called retail arbitrage and turn around and sell it for a profit. So he was just like hustling, trying to make extra money. He was making like six figures as an IT consultant, maybe you know 150, 200 k, but traveling all over the country. And yeah. um, he was he got into it trying to uh, Jason his name to try to replace his wife's income because his wife was making around ninety thousand and wanted to stay home with the kids. So his goal was to sell stuff to try to replace that. You know, the goal was only to try to replace that ninety k. I like that. Um, but uh, which I think you know a lot of us can relate to.
1: That's super noble. That, that, that's that's <laughs> cool. Like I'm just going to create a business. To replace my wife's income. Now that's goals. Goodness yeah. gracious.
0: Yeah. So that was, uh, so, yeah. And so what happened is that, you know, with him being native Chinese, and he'd been in the U.S. forever. He's been here, you know, for 25 years now. Um, I think he had some connections and friends and the China side and kind of word got out before really anyone really realized that you could sell on Amazon, mm-hmm. how this thing worked. and um, And there were really there was very little competition, you know, not people don't really understand. Even now, I'm sure people, when they buy from Amazon, they think, Oh, I'm buying from this product. Like I'm buying, you know, when you go to the grocery store, I'm buying from that company. Mm-hmm. You don't realize like you're actually buying from me. Right. product. I mean, yeah. Amazon does sell their own stuff. About 40% of the stuff is technically they're, you know, selling under sold by Amazon, but really 60% is just sold by, entrepreneurs across the globe. And so wow. when people think, oh, these mom and pop shops are being shut down because of Walmart, because of this, which is true, that over the years happened. What they don't necessarily realize is like, well, there's hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs uh, like ourselves that are have all been selling, but you just don't see us. We're just selling, you know, behind the computer
1: screens. Mm. So this, so you, you're Jason is going out Black Friday, getting stuff selling on eBay, just flipping. Yeah, yeah, just flipping.
0: Yeah. Exactly, flipping. People still do this now, but, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's tougher and you have to, you know, you have to really want to hustle in that way. Mm-hmm. But um, once you realize, we so we uh, iPad cases, um, the iPad when it came out was one of the things. So these products were cell phone cases; they're really light, mm-hmm. and uh, and they're they sell for a lot of money. So, so the market was
1: selling coming. those already.
0: No, just started. We really just started in 2011. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was that's like the one of the ideal products. It's why it's the two most competitive things to sell on an e-commerce and Amazon are cell phone accessories, cases, and then like supplements, you know, people, mm. because supplements, people have to keep rebuying them. Right. Um, so it's super cutthroat, but we were in that space, you know, really early. Um, and but then when we when you say
1: we though, because it wasn't y'all at No, first. no, yeah,
0: it's just him. You're right. right. Exactly, exactly. So How did
1: you get into this deal?
0: Yeah, so just and helping him early on. So he, he offered me, he said, you know, you should get, you should come do this. And to the conversation earlier, the pro- first I said no, because I was just making, you know, what I consider too much money. In the corporate side, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it's, you know, there's there's advantages in some cases to get entrepreneurship when you're not doing that well 100%. because the barrier is not as high, right? Yeah. So, um, just like I'm sure for yourself right now, if it was like, hey, go take some other opportunity, to give this up, it's like, well, right, right, that's, that's a problem. When I left my
1: job, I was working at the Cheesecake Factory and I was there for six years and I started this t shirt brand, Sleep is for Suckers. So, it's geared towards entrepreneurship, people losing sleep doing what they love. And, I was so after two and a half years of building the brand, I left the I left my job because in my mind I'm like, yo, if it doesn't work out, I can always come back and get a servant job. And I was only making 30,000. Yep. I'm like, I could replace 30,000. But my I feel super blessed because I I wasn't making six figures because if I was making six <laughs> figures, I might not have left so fast.
0: Yeah, no, that was that, well, that was the the tug all the time for me Man. because even though you said, "Yes, you can make" And it's all relative, you know. When you're making X amount of dollars, you, you you know, again, you end up spending more. So if you're making you know 100, 200 k, when I was younger, I was like, oh, if I made a 200 k, that would be, um, you know, I'd be set, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you make 200 k, you're like, oh no, you got to make more than right. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, right, right. <laughs> and your wife and spouse are like, hey, right. that's not enough. Let's. But, uh, so, yeah, that was a challenge. So we we talked about a few different scenarios. Um, now the flip side, till I still. I really wanted to do it because the uh, whole idea of entrepreneurship and, and like really driving everything for yourself or with it, with your partner is, uh, is great. It was just like, um, so I, and I had the frustrations in terms of still like reporting to somebody and, Mm -hmm. and these deals could, you know, they don't always work out and everything else. So I just felt like I was still kind of a glorified employee, even though I was, you know, sounding, it does sound, you know, private equity and all these cool things. Partner,
1: stuff like that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, but yeah, yeah. So there was another there's another partner. Again, he he passed away previously, but uh the three of us were eventually mm-hmm. became partners. But Jason, my one partner, was the the first one, so he has the majority, you know, around there. And then we had to put in investment to to get mm. involved in what there. was that
1: conversation like though? Was it just say, yo, hey, come yeah. on, y'all get y'all get uh uh thirds of my company? Or- no, yeah,
0: no, no. It's it's uh well depends. One thing it was not it helped that out early on was involved mm-hmm. and and had the ability to add value to yeah, the, the team exactly. had like, you know, it's funny. It's whatever you're good at, you know, you don't, you take it for granted at times, which is really hard. You know, like yeah. when I'm watching you guys do the camera, I'm like, Oh, that'd be a total pain for me to set all this <laughs> up. Like I would <laughs> screw this up. I need a, a team to handle it. Right. But, uh, it's, uh, same thing, you know, like for him, it was like, you know, how do I hire a team, Jamie? Like, and I, well, I know how to do that, you know? So, um, you know, how do you do X, Y now he was really good at, Systems and technology, and how to go about things, and then, um, you know, and then we learn to get good at certain things like how to get really good about um, your product, make your product really good, gotcha. and, and add value. So it's different, different ways from that, but it, it, was, it does come down to like value, and so and sometimes it's like you know, you can buy into
1: the deal if oh, it's, for sure. it's good, yep. Okay, and uh, so you guys are partners, and we just start rocking.
0: Uh, yeah, the business is, is grown pretty well. It's not always like, you know, any business too. And I, you know, I was running or part of companies and businesses. It's like when you're an entrepreneur, it's like, you know, whether it's eight figures, nine figures, people, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, people get caught up in the number when you're, you know, as an employee, if you're, you maybe working for a billion dollar business or, you know, a multi-billion dollar business or a hundred million. So I've been in those environments all the time. Um, but when you're growing as part of a team, And whether, again, there's always issues with the business too. So we've had, you know, there'll be for us, it could be things around Amazon itself. They could like suspend you for a a time period. Mm Um, you have to, we were like super to get our business where it was. We did a lot of really aggressive things. So people we help and coach, they don't, you know, you can definitely avoid those issues, but that was almost a strategy. We really pushed the envelope. Um, so we would, we would push, they have their rules. We would kind of jump over their rules until they would slap us on the wrist but you know we would get there'd be a, you know you get a patent infringement so there, it's not like it's always as you grow there's always different challenges that you go through um, when you when you guys watch stuff on YouTube watch stuff you'll see all the you know the positive stuff mm-hmm. but you won't see you know some of the setbacks as well too but but overall I mean the business has grown really well and uh,
1: give you know, me yeah. so give, give me one of the uh, first I want to know like how it grew like when you came on do you remember like I did, you know, we did this this year and then this next year. Do you remember the track of like how, yeah, how much did y'all do your first year when you came on board?
0: Yeah, yeah. So at that point, we we got to like, uh, the business was already about like, uh, it got to 10 million really quick. So when I got or to 10 two, million really quick. Uh, well, yeah, because the, the, it just took off initially with the, this, like once we knew the, uh, and again, I say we, the, the time just because I was, um, I was at the house always from the beginning. And mm-hmm. then I kind of more formally came in a couple mm-hmm. of years later, but, um, but I could see the growth. That's when I was like, all right, I want, I want in. Um, but the dynamic of uh, this product, once you knew you could, we could sell it, mm-hmm. you know, throughout mm-hmm. the U.S. e-commerce, you know, you didn't need a physical store. Um, it got to, you know, we got to 10 million. And, uh, you know, I was, I was coming aboard at right. that part. But in 2000. And
1: he was already doing well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Goodness. business is growing yeah. fast. Now Again, e-com, profit-wise, that's, you know, that's a couple million mm-hmm. in bottom line. But, um, yeah, but we have a you know, team. We have, you know, there's some expenses, everything else. So, but you could, we could quickly see from the time I was bored with that every dollar we made, we try not to put, you know, people think how much money you make. We didn't yeah. take much money out of the business. Yeah. So we weren't taking that money and saying, let's go buy a bunch of cars. Let's mm-hmm. go buy. Um, because we knew that money was so valuable to put back into the business. Yeah. We could grow really fast. So we got to, I got to keep the year straight. Uh, I mean, the business was doubling. The first couple of it got to 20 million and uh, I want to say, uh, yeah, 14 and uh, 15, 16, it got to, uh, no, it got to 40 million. It got to, in f- I think 15, we were at 70 million <laughs> in like 16. I mean, it was, it was big. Uh, we bought one brand that helped us it was in a related space that was doing about, uh about 10 million. So we added that to the mix. Mm. Uh, but but uh, you know, I know the numbers can kind of like just, it can, some people almost can't relate to it, but the, yeah. that's why I say the growth. So we grew to the 100, the we got to like the 60 million. We actually plateaued a little bit mm-hmm. and we had a big team. And that's where my partner moved to China to like build out the, like we couldn't grow much more gotcha. unless we got that next team. So,
1: one, what did you do to continue to s- sustain that growth? And then what happened? Why did you plateau?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the early days, again, people, I mean, the reality of it is um, here's the thing when you're selling on a platform. So like Amazon is a marketplace, right? So you can either sell your product yourself. If you have, you know, say your t-shirt business, you you can sell everything yourself or you can use a marketplace that brings the customers. You're not, you don't have to really, you still have to drive traffic and everything, but the customers are already on Amazon, right? So when you do that, Um, the reality is like the same thing with social media, right? You're on Instagram, you're on this, there's an algorithm, right? And so there's an algorithm and there's ways to understand how to, you know, you want to call it game, the algorithm, the reality with Amazon, there is an algorithm. How do you get shown on page one? So when you go to buy on Amazon, it's all about being on page one for that, that term you search for. If you're not on page one, no one's very few people are going to page two, page three, page four. Um, and so we understood that there's a group of us that understood that really quickly about how to get to page one. Give us the game.
1: Give us the game. How? Yeah.
0: yeah. How? yeah so, now, so now it's changed a lot too. Now I will share mm-hmm. that um, we don't teach this. We don't share this. At the time we were, it's called black hat technique, super aggressive. We've met with Amazon and we've told them, Hey, if we hadn't done this, we probably wouldn't have had a, you know, we, we followed all your rules, we wouldn't have had a business. <laughs> right, right, right. And they're like, yeah, we know. Oh. <laughs> so um, oh, they knew. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah they knew, yeah. but they didn't know we, like, um, I don't know, like a new app now is clubhouse, right. Or whatever the new app is like the entrepreneurs are faster to figure out how to quote unquote game and figure out ways to do it because there's money at stake Mm -hmm. much faster than these platforms can really understand. Like they put these rules in place initially um, and we're like way ahead of it. Right. And then they put now over time, they catch up and they really figure out like, you know, how to do it. And you got to make sure you play within the rules. But I mean, early on, we had, you know, like again, we had it backgrounds and my partners, like we'd have, you know, I almost, I love sharing this, but we had all these different computers that set up, they would all buy our course, products. It's just, <laughs> I'm not going to tell
2: about
0: They would buy, you know, they would buy products. And so it would elevate, like, in other words, it looks like it's buying the product, right? This is like, you know, don't do this. Home, but you basically think about like a hundred computers all buying our products and the orders, like maybe the orders don't actually get delivered, right? Because like we're, we're saying, we're going to deliver the order. You're going to buy a hundred cases right. for this. word. Bam, bam. So we're up there right away. Back then, it, reviews. There's a lot of, you know, manipulation around reviews. Um, and so, you know, if Amazon caught on that, they would say, you know, right. don't do that. We'd say, if it, now our competitors would do the same thing, right? The top competitors. Right. Now, behind it, you had to build a quality product. Though if your product sucked, it doesn't right, matter, right? right? If you're selling a t-shirt, a cell phone case, whatever it is, the product sucks, you're not going to go anywhere. So, we did have to be really good at that. You yeah. know, it's just like if you have a course or program, it has to be good, Right. Um, so our product is good. Our cell phone case was good. But the method to, to get you there, if you're selling, again, if you're offering whatever on YouTube or on, um, you know, whether it's a podcast whatever else, again, you have to be aggressive to, to get out in front of the crowd. Um, but you don't want to be so aggressive that you're going to get kicked off the platform. Um, so nowadays it's, there's different things, which we can, we can share some I, of those things as well. too. I, I like
1: the philosophy though. It's like when you jump on a platform, there are going to be some loopholes, but as an entrepreneur, it's your job to figure those out. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the company catches up. Like just how, you know, um, you know, there's the, the strategy on getting followers. Like you get to this, this, um, this super high level. And then Instagram says, hold on, <laughs> you guys are buying followers. Those aren't real followers. Oh, but by that time you're verified, you already have a following. People it's exactly the same concept. It's, it's literally that's what I love about we really
0: just got in the digital space and coaching about uh three and a half, four years ago. But part of it was like, ooh, this digital stuff is actually they're they all kind of converge, right? So it's like your skill sets in the digital world, and it's like, oh, I want to sell a product, I've built a brand. Let me sell my product now. Vice versa, like, hey, we're good at this, the digital game. So it's the exact same philosophy on these different platforms, just difference between a physical product and you know, a, a digital product.
1: Mm. All right. I, I, I want to get into the game on how we make that happen, but yep. I, I do got to ask a question. It's a personal question. So I'm seeing a lot of people that do, um, they'll sell you an Amazon store or they'll sell you a Walmart store. You seeing that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. The last do you guys year. do that?
0: We do not do that. It's it's an interesting, um, so it's in everything. Of course, you always do your, do your homework and figure out the answer. Because I, you know, people, these guys hit me up all the time. Like, you should, even when they, I mean, again, they must just be out of the virtual assistants or whatever, even when they know, or they see like, you know, what we do for a living, mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, we should help you open a Walmart store or open an Amazon store. And they run it
1: for you. And They run it for you. Yes. Right. Yeah. So there's something that's, there's,
0: we're, we're looking, treading carefully into even offering that because uh, we always want to be, you know, provide real value and authentic. And I'm always like a little skeptical of something where it's just like, just do this. If it ever sounds too easy, right? Like in life, then you, you want to be skeptical.
1: But that's what they're yeah. saying, Jamie. Like, yo, yeah. <laughs> you put up 25,000 or 20,000. Yeah. We'll open a store and outside, of, you know, from the, you just put a card on file and that buys the product to send to the customer after they order. And it, so this, this is what I'm, I'm saying. I, I want to yep. know your perspective. So you're the customer. You come to my website. Um, said it's running my store. So when you buy it, I put my card on file and said runs the card that I have on file to buy the product from the company and then says running my store, he sends it to you, everybody's happy and I just make my money back plus a percentage then said takes a certain percentage of that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And so to me, this would be my take is the let's say there's a hundred people offering that service. Um, I think there'll be a small percentage of those guys that can legitimately do that for you and, and, uh, you know, I know some people in my, in my networks, the guys that are doing this and I'm like, okay, if let me understand your operation, what you're doing, they need to be really good at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've discussed, you know, doing that. We're also discussing buying brands, buying brands, because we know, you know, we have our methodology and system works. So if you're with someone who really knows what they're doing, and yes, it's essentially, you know, invest, you're investing your money and you want to get above average returns, or you could do that with real estate. You could do that with whatever. Now, I also think there's a lot of people out there that will say that, that really don't have the experience on Amazon and success that will pitch it because it's a lot of money and they'll go out and we'll see in a couple of years and you'll be like, hey, what the heck happened? How right, can, right. What happened to my return? So I do think it is risky um, unless you're with someone that you trust and, and you know about. So that would be the big thing, which anyway, I, I just think, you know, uh, I would just make sure you vet the track records. Again, there can be guys that learn to sell on Amazon for the, or Walmart, whatever you hear, for the last mm-hmm. two years, and they're like, you know, they're they're going to raise five million dollars, but they really have no idea how to handle that amount of money and run these mm-hmm. systems and everything else. Um, but for those that truly do, if they're offering it, then yes, you know, they operate it. Uh, but we'll, uh, I'm personally a little little skeptical of You're that.
1: Skeptical. Why? Why are you skeptical? Just because it seems too good to be true?
0: Oh, I'm skeptical of the operator, the guys running those businesses. Like a lot of the guys, um, like I know, I know we know how to run our business. We have team. We have all this stuff. I know people out there that I know how to do these. So if you tell me one of these people that I know, I would trust those, you know, certain guys. But some person I've never seen that's, you know, messaging me on Instagram about a Walmart right, right. store, I'm like, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you're considering getting into the business. Have you ever yeah. officially like, not officially, like, like but unofficially, have done it for a friend or.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so it's go. I've done it in, uh, and sometimes that's why, like, at the digital side, we're not the best at, like, or these guys that are super aggressive in these new marketing trends and, like, oh, let's do that. I'm like, oh, huh. they're probably faster and better at us on that, like, the marketing and mm-hmm. growing a business that way. We're a little bit more, you know, we're good at what we're good at. But once we understand it, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, so there is something, there's a fine line between what you described, what i is done for you, which is kind of what you are describing. There is a big demand for people like, I don't want to learn everything. And you just do it for for me and, uh, or maybe have some involvement with it. But you guys do all the heavy lifting and I'll invest in that too. So I do think that is another model. I'm seeing that trend yeah. more and more. And again, that doesn't have to be with econ. It could be I've with digital products. Man. Yeah, you're your seeing it too. Is- yeah. So that I'm probably like, Ooh, we should, we should stay up with that. Uh, but it's your answer to your question. I have done that with, uh, like there's any, a guy who's an executive in the retail space, uh, that's like, Hey, I want to get into this Amazon stuff. Can I, can I put in a couple hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand? Um, I think it's probably about 150 you put in and you guys run it and I want to be involved right. for my percentage. And so I said, yes, let's do that. We'll do a smaller brand. Um, he's a partner in it, uh, but he's put in some cash, but he doesn't have to do anything.
1: All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community, so it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth, and because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction, when we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated, okay? Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Got it, got it, okay. All right, so right now you don't necessarily recommend it because you want to see or vet the people doing it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I see
0: is like even... You know what it can give any of the so industries really a bad name, like any coaching. What's that?
1: I was really about to invest twenty five thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, why at, that's why I said it's a personal question. No, no. Well, man.
0: it's. uh I'm not saying don't do against conversation of like, hey, just bet the person, and if it's that's not to say I know every person that yeah. is is worthy, but just uh, that's like anything. If you guys are going to put any of your money into something, um, it usually comes down to the you know the team behind it, coaching. Yeah. So um just be. Buyer beware. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's all.
1: All right. Cool. So you you teach a lot of uh, students mm-hmm. how to do their own Amazon store. Okay. How many yeah. students do you have? Uh, we have
0: about five hundred students. Wow.
1: Dang. All right. So okay. So teach me because I might not have to spend twenty five thousand dollars on a store. Mm-hmm. I can just work with you mm-hmm. and your. So tell me sure. about tell me about your program. What you do?
0: Yeah. Sure. Sure, David. So what we do is we got into it, which was two thousand seventeen. Uh, we did it, one, because we thought the coaching, digital, we thought, well, we're actually we're actually pretty good at this. And we saw all these people out there coaching and teaching this stuff. We're like, we don't know any of these guys. And we know most of the big sellers in the right. space because like anything, you, you become, whether buddies or competitors, and we're like, well, none of our guys are willing to do that. But we can, uh, I had the previous background, I said, in for-profit education. So, I understood a little bit of training and coaching. So, we we decided to get into it, one, because we think it's a a good business, the digital space, so that we, it could be sizable. Two, we thought, you know, we actually can help people in the space, right, right. and uh, and it was also it's also been great just from our skill set standpoint and getting to know people like you know things like influencer marketing, all these things in the digital space we knew very little about. Now it's part of our product, so it helps our own business to get out and meet people like you know, yourselves or say like, Grant Cardone's, all these guys that do it a little differently than our stuff. It just it's made us better. Um, but that being said. We do basically a coaching program. Some people just want, I'm uh, sorry, like a course, content. We thought, well, this stuff is it's not super hard, but it's hard enough that you need to know where all the puzzle pieces sure. go. Yep. Yeah. So we said, all right, we'll give you guys, let's add in the coaching piece where you can have access to uh, myself. I've got- a-
1: I listen, and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation... Again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. NPR. Nor turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
0: Um, a couple seven-figure sellers that went through our program that now do seven figures. Really? Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, again, Amazon, to get to seven figures is good. It's not like, you know, this isn't like wow! I can't believe we got there. Um, there's a lot of people that have gotten to that to that spot
1: from right? your from your program.
0: Yeah, from my program, and then people that we know out there. You know, that's uh, other way. because you know it's a real product It's really yeah. um, again it's seven figures. You're not gonna you know you're not making a million. You're making x hundred thousand. Right. Um, but you're in a good spot. You can be That's making...
1: That's still cool. I got, I got to preface it, JB. So, so a lot of our our audience, they're like the beginning entrepreneur sure. or, you know, kind of, you know, just been in in their own little space, maybe selling their T-shirts or hoodies and they're making, you know, a, a couple thousand dollars a month. So if, if you become a seven-figure Amazon seller and you're just, let's say 20%, you're making $200,000, yeah. they're just as excited as I am. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That's cool.
0: Actually, you know, the one thing I will share, or not the one thing, but the uh, to me, one of the coolest <laughs> I'm so, things. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Yeah. It's, it's
1: so cool because you just like, I, I trust you even more because you say it's casually. say, I mean, it's a million dollars. I mean, it's a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's why I trust you even more. I'm like, all right, I need to see what this course is talking about.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Just, you know, again, I'm saying, well, trust, trust me when anyone gets to that spot, that's how you'll, and again, I know not just the e-commerce, the, the entrepreneurs I'm around, like they're hungry for more. None of these guys are like, "Hey, we're done. We're quitting. We're going to go sit on a beach." Right. Um, one, it's kind of fun too. We love this this stuff in the in the entrepreneurial game. But um, the really cool thing about the Amazon space, and, and um, I've been trying to say physical products more than Amazon because it's really about selling your product, not necessarily Amazon versus right. Wall, Because right. other, you know, you can now sell via Facebook. Uh, yeah, I think Netflix is going to start. A, selling product through like crazy really? stuff, like all these different channels, Instagram, you know, his ability to shop. you know, a product through Instagram. Uh, so Amazon is just the most powerful channel. Probably will continue to be, but other things may become, but the really, really cool thing that's happening right now in 2021, it's slowly started happening the last couple of years. So when you build a brand that does a million dollars products, it could be whatever is you, this is one thing versus a coaching program else. you can sell that, that product to, another person to an investor mm-hmm. for a very nice multiple on that product. So, um, so if you can get to, if you can earn $300,000, like bottom line profit, yeah. 300,000, then you can cash out for a million plus into your pocket. Right. So, because they'll, it used to be about three times what you earn. The market was three to four times. Now, from, we talked about earlier, all these investors, these, you know, private equity, institutional, they're all started realizing like, oh, these are real businesses, real product. So there's a lot of money flowing to our old digital e-com space, like oh, a lot of money like going to that. it. And, and I know that because I'm interested in buying some of these people's brands right. too, but now <laughs> I'm competing with these, these guys that all want to pay. It's like a, it's like the housing market, you know, mm-hmm. there's now more demand. So if you can build one of these brands from zero to a couple hundred thousand, it doesn't have to be a million. It could be less than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple, I have, you know, we held on to our brands, but some of my friends they've done like one of my buddies, Uh, I saw him down in Miami last week too. I mean, he sold, him and his wife have sold five of these brands in the last uh, three years. All started within like, you know, they started and sold them within uh, less than three years each. And the five of them combined, they sold for 14 million in in their
1: pocket. Hold on. So they start an Amazon store, build it up, sell it. Yes. Start an Amazon store, build it up, sell it. Yep. That's the strategy. Is that what you teach your, do you teach your students that strategy? Yeah, it's part of the,
0: exactly, started the strategy. So there's, and uh It's, it's, uh, this concept of starting with the end in mind. So it's like, Hey, set a goal. Like I want to start this thing and I want to exit. Doesn't mean you're not going to still continue in the business. You're, I want to exit this, this widget, you know, because, because when you're running your, the one thing about an e-commerce business is you have to pay for inventory, right? So you make X amount of money. That's why I said for us, we were pouring a lot of our money back into the business because we want to grow, grow, grow. You can take some of the money and of course you can take, you know, salary or put it in your pocket. But if you're getting a new return, you want to keep adding fuel, 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 you know, a digital product, you don't have to do, that's one of the advantages of a digital product. You don't really have to inventory. You can, you may invest in marketing right. um, or you can just take the money yourself, but an Amazon, the advantages are a physical product. You can sell the business and that point, there's nothing to do with that money. It just goes in your your pocket. Um, you can decide to launch a new business that's or whatever else. So golly. How I, did I, I am excited yeah, that part gets like, I love seeing that for people For sure, because that's pretty cool. And like I said, as the demand, the pricing to buy, like the value you can sell your business is going up like a lot right now. Like I had, I was pull, coming in here, got you know, one of these investment banker hedge fund guy texted me. He's like, Hey, can we talk today? They want to come in and invest to buy products. Um, so we're looking at, or buying, sorry, buying uh, Amazon stores from people that already started them. And the cost of that's going up because there's more competition. So, which is great for the people starting them.
2: So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, so, this, so that's the whole market of people. St- so there's, there's companies that are saying, yo, just show me some Amazon stores that are winning. I want to buy.
0: It's, it's crazy right now. There's, there's a company, it's, uh, I, don't even wanna, I won't even say their name because I, I don't want to give them, uh, they, well, I'll, I'll say there's a company called Thrasio. Uh, it's like um, thrass.io. So they, this concept, same concept I'm talking about, and I have it up on my whiteboard. We don't, we, we, sometimes we don't execute as fast as we should on an opportunity. This exact model of going out and buying brands so they, it's, uh, I talked about it with my partners two years ago. We've been focused on growing our business, helping students, but they went out, these guys went and built it from zero. Um, they they were just valued at over a billion dollars in less than three years. I think they're the first company to ever get valuation at a billion dollars while being profitable because they're just buying these brands up. And these these e-commerce businesses are real businesses and they're profitable. And so, you know, and again, In
1: three years, valued at yeah, a billion Yeah, it's insane. Dollars. I'm like,
0: I'm looking up on my whiteboard with the same concept that, you know, like, again, we're doing well, obviously, but I'm like, oh, we could have executed that too a little faster, you know, this same concept. So we are doing it now to go out and buy, but, but because of that, you know, they're seeing how exciting it is to buy these brands. Other people are doing it. So, um, but all this means is it's a bigger win for those that are starting from zero to get to hundred K, you know, zero to a million, because there's these, these other guys, these, these big guys don't want to start the business from zero or buy it. Even yourself, like, hey, I want to invest the money into a store. I don't want to, but for those that are willing to build it from zero to whatever, um, there's a, there's a nice um, end opportunity and it doesn't need to be 10 years on the road five. It's just like, it can be pretty fairly quick. All right.
1: How hard is it to do this? Okay. Because, so <laughs> yeah. I, I am, um, actually my, my, my best friend, he's uh, kind of transitioning from corporate to, you know, full-time entrepreneur and, um one, I think this would be something super dope he could be a part of. So, how how hard is it?
0: Yeah, that that's a uh, that's always the question. It's funny. I had a we were, you know the clubhouse for the guys in the club. We had a, a I run a room once in a while about you know why everyone should sell a physical product, and we get people mm-hmm. on you know big massive following Instagram. They don't sell. They're like, ooh, let me look at this. And we had a good debate about this because there is uh, you know I would say if it's it's not easy in the sense that any you know anyone can do it that wants to do it that puts there, but but, you know, you've got to be able to execute. The biggest thing with selling a physical product, I would say, is uh, the biggest thing that probably holds people back is just, you know, what product do I sell? Yeah. Get into it. So, if you get if you understand what you're doing and you understand that it's not, you know, you got to put some strategy behind it. Um, you don't want to just sell like a me-too product like, yeah. oh, you know, everyone's selling spatulas. I'm going to get another spatula and just throw it up yeah. there and sell. Like, back in years back, they didn't work. But if you have some understanding or some help with people, um, to understand like, okay, how do we how do we get this thing on page one? How do we leverage a little bit of a digital strategy like maybe Instagram? How do we get people's email addresses? Yeah. Right? Like 90% of people on Amazon don't do that stuff. But on our stuff, like, hey, you build a little email list, you do this. And then, we, oh, we have a little community of people. Oh, we're selling fitness stuff. We have a little Facebook group of fitness guys. So there's little advantages. Uh, they sound little, but they're massive advantages over 90% of the world that just has their stuff on, up, up on Amazon. So- there's a, you know, kind of a step-by-step process. Um, and with that, it's, uh, you know, the odds of success is, is very good
1: right Um, Okay. How, okay. How much capital do I need to start up to start my story?
0: Great question. So interesting. You'll hear different things. People say probably as low as like five grand. Um, realistically I would say, um, I would say 10 grand would be a good number. Now it's not much more than that. Like even ourselves, when we're launching new products, we're not like, Ooh, we've got all this money. Let's, let's put in, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. So product. no, why we're going to put in X amount. We're going to get our initial inventory. You know, the order might be, might be three grand, four grand, but you're going to spend some money on marketing. You mm-hmm. got to always bake in. If you're going to hire help training, you know, people to train you exactly what to do. Um, and uh, you know, with that, you're going to see how to make sure the product goes and then you're going to reinvest. So, you know, I would say in that range, I always compare it to you know, back in the day, we are talking earlier about, you know, I remember my father entrepreneurship, You wanted to buy a Kentucky fried chicken or McDonald's or all these franchises, you know, that stuff costs, you know, well now that those big brands cost millions, but, um, any kind of franchise typically costs, you know, 50 grand low, a hundred grand, 200 grand. Mm-hmm. So the ability to get into, um, I'll call it entrepreneurship, you know, if you're spending 10 grand, so, I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't have any money, like, don't do it. Right? You know, if, you, know <laughs> right, right, if you only right. have five grand, like you need to pay your bills. Don't, yeah. don't do it. But if you, you know, a lot of people that we work, a lot of them do have corporate jobs Are making, maybe, you know, they're doing okay. Maybe they're making, you know, 80 k, a hundred K or more. Right. They've got, you know, and they want to get in the game and they want to, uh, and then there's entrepreneurs like, Hey, let me, you know. Bro, that's want me. In. i was saying, yeah. I saying got, I got to take I got to, yeah, yeah.
1: I got to throw something at something. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. We, we understand the investment, how much time commitments, Yep. What would you suggest?
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's, I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's not bad at all. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, initially there's the understanding. And I had this too, like when I was first with Jason, what I did was I w- I went out, um, I didn't want it, the question, I didn't know what questions to ask him. And I was like, you know, you're selling this stuff. I, my questions were kind of dumb, I thought. So I just like, let me quickly just go buy my own product and start, I'm going to lose like two grand, three grand, just mm-hmm. then I'll understand it. So I did that real quick before we, we did a deal. And I was like. Okay. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought maybe magically I'd put them up and sell. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I knew there was no coaching programs, all that kind of stuff now, but now it's like, all right, same thing. If I want to learn something, if I want to learn how to do, run a podcast, I'm like, dude, I pay you money. Like just tell Tell me what to do and I'll understand it. So uh, there's that. And so it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, I would say probably, you know, I'll call it an hour a day or Mm -hmm. you could really do, you know, pick a day. Let's say it's like, you know, six hours, eight hours a week. Um, to get into it, to get it off. Once it's up and running, I and mean, a lot of guys and friends that I meet with that are traveling, all this kind of stuff, it's like, hey, you're keeping an eye on that business. Um, and most people have like virtual assistants that run a lot of the business mm-hmm. um, because it's really, you know, it's really how do you get your product ranked? Uh, make sure it's ranked on page one, and then it's like inventory management. How do you make sure the products? That's all the stuff
1: on? you teach, right?
0: Uh, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. That's, those I are the biggest things. I mean, the biggest one is, everyone wants to know is how do I pick a really good product to sell? Right. So that's where we put a lot of focus. Put there. Um and those techniques change a little bit like that you know every year the tactics change so um, that's where it helps because we do it ourselves that sure. we have you know our, our tactics are uh, are good
1: so with your students how often do they get to actually talk to you yeah
0: so I run a live training once a week so tonight really yeah so today's Wednesday night I've done it, on, on. Yeah. so it's not
1: it's not just the um, the program it's like they get to talk to you once a week too and yeah you're yeah like okay yeah so
0: there's a, there's an academy of course people on demand can watch it everything else we sure. do that we update it but then like tonight uh, I'll do a live training once I've done it for like four years you know um, wow. and sometimes myself or sometimes we bring in a guest expert but uh, I do enjoy it I get on there and do a Q&A but we'll just pick a different topic and we'll like something new or it could be some of the fundamentals some some weeks it's more advanced stuff but uh, you know we just mix it up constantly throughout the year and we have a lot of Experts that want to come on and share, mm. kind of share their genius. And I always, my partner say, hey, no one knows everything, but we know, yeah. you know, we feel like we know more than anyone else in the industry uh, for, for what we show. But we, we pull people other in with us as well. Wow.
1: First of all, 500 students is a lot in four years. So what, what do you experience is the reason why someone, let's say even they're a part of your, your course, that they don't win? What, what do you think the, yeah, the yeah. reasons are? No, I definitely
0: have seen this and I've learned, I didn't know this before. And again, this applies to our prison. I think it applies to entrepreneurship because I'm surprised so many people, I mean, a lot of people will pay us a good amount of money and they'll be, you know, they'll be, I don't know, 60, I don't know the exact, maybe 60% of people that don't do anything, mm-hmm. right? Like they'll be, I'm amazed, like they pay X amount of money, don't do anything. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. I'm like, wow, like I <laughs> want to do that. But, you know, so that's why when we talk to someone, even though you don't need to do this, um, don't forget to do that. Like, don't, don't, oh, don't recommend for yourself to put right, the money. Right. <laughs> Just, you know, but uh that's why when someone comes to us, and it's like, oh, we were selling like a $100,000 on Amazon or, you know, hey, I've got a, a digital business I, I ran. I've got, when I see someone's gotten from one point A to point B at any level, I'm like, ooh, that's like the hardest part because it actually shows that they personally, it really has nothing to do with Amazon. Like I had a track record of whether it was corporate that I could hustle and get to my own career. So when I got into this, even though it was totally different. I had no background in it. I knew that I was smart enough to, you know, ask questions and, and be excited about it. So that's the first thing in entrepreneurship. It's same thing. Why when people like these private equity guys are investing like in companies, they're really just betting on people like, Mm -hmm. okay, I know you've got a tracker. I see you've built something. Um, and so, you know, that's for every individual to figure out whether, you know, you really have that in you or not. So that's, that's one. Um, the, uh, you know, most of the stuff is, yeah, yeah, you got to be coachable and willing to learn. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'm sure there's a ton of similarities, probably, you know, the stuff with people you help that, uh, you know, if you have that and the ability to, you know, like right now, like I'm always trying to get a different tip and a different idea or, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to kind of be curious, like kind of that lifelong learning. If you have that, those guys do. Well, we have people that were in our program maybe two years ago, even though technically, you know, they're not in the, they live one-on-one access, they still, we still interact with them. We see them like continue to grow and Mm -hmm. they're building their business. Um, And I love that, of course. I'm like, ooh, I love seeing people, you know, going out and doing things. I was online
1: with one of my clients. Um, I did a call with them maybe three months ago. They booked a coaching session and, you know, I, I did a session with them. And then yesterday, they booked another one. Well, they booked another one and I had to call yesterday and they asked me the same question I told them a few months ago. And I just had to tell them, yo, my answer's not changing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the exact same thing I told you to do a few months ago. But their idea of why they why they want to do what they want to do anyway, I think they sometimes they call back to try to get validation on their ideas on how what I told you isn't going to work. But you don't even know because you didn't try it. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. I told you a few months <laughs> ago. So, no, nah, I think that's super important, right? As they invest— not coming in with your own idea of how to run a successful Amazon business.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.
0: yeah, I man, what I found is, and again, the, the, to me, it's identical for entrepreneurship, whatever you call it, uh, whatever segment of entrepreneurship and building these Amazon businesses, you know, you always think about, oh, my competition is this, my competition is that. This, uh, and I've learned, you know, myself in life too. It's, it's usually yourself. It's mm-hmm. like by way bigger than anything else that that can stop you out there. It's really, you know, things like mindset and ability. And again, a lot of times e-commerce people don't think about that, but it's totally true, right? Like you're, and what helps with that is to be part of a group with other people. Um, all the online stuff is great, but like, you know, when I was down in Miami, I think you were down there recently, when I get around other people and and some mutual friends we know, it's like, it's inspiring. It's like you 100%. get a little tidbit from someone else. And, you know, you talked about the done for you stuff earlier, some of my guys are doing that. I'm like, okay, we, we will look at doing that as long as we do it the right way to help right. people. But, you know, so to be part of a group, you know, I always say entrepreneurship is, uh, is a team sport, I believe. And you need to surround yourself. I mean, the mindset, you get around some of these guys, you know, like Spectacular and this person, or I know you had Grant Cardone on, like, it's hard to get around those people and not feel like, exactly. you know, let's <laughs> let's go, right? Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> for sure.
1: For sure. All right. So let's, let's get into some of the e-commerce tips, like sure. some of the, some of the uh, cause there's some people that are in e-commerce now, they yep. might have an Amazon store. What are some of like the top the, the secrets that you typically don't teach people yeah, okay, yeah. outside of your community? Yeah, I need some of those. I need some of those.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was uh, you know we were talking earlier, and I was again down in Miami. There's another uh, friend of mine, Dima, who's who's from Ukraine, Russia. He he was known as like the the black hat mafia from, from and he, super nice guy, mm-hmm. like nice people. He was like spent years like losing this reputation of being the you know the black hat. So we don't recommend and we don't recommend that because what's the black hat? Black, oh, sorry. Black hat means like, uh, black hat means like secret underground, like illegal, illegal tactics. Oh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want those. Too. Yeah, you want Gen those, think? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want, yeah. <laughs> so now you don't, you, oh, I'll tell you the- I like the, the disclaimer though. Yeah, don't do this, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so th- there's, there's like
0: super hardcore ones, which we don't recommend now that Amazon understands. is like, did there be stuff about, people would say like, I received a package at my door. I think 60, like these news stories, like, They'd receive a package at their store and they'd open this package. There'd be like a little nothing in the, in the box. And people were like, I'm not being, I didn't order this. It's from Amazon, but it's like a little, little rubber ball. Um, and they didn't realize like, so they're not really being scammed because they didn't buy it, but there was a, an approach there. I'm giving I'm going to give you guys stuff what you should do, but this is an example of like the stuff that people don't know it goes on, like send it out, you know, thousands of those little rubber ball packages that all Amazon thinks are whatever, you know. It could be a cell phone case or whatever right. product you sell, and that's a way we're at the top of the rankings, making millions of dollars. Um, Amazon catches oh, up. Oh, so
1: right. it's, so that's like the thing where you say you got a bunch of computers. We're just send, we're just buying and sending this stuff, and then I've got a thousand people who've bought this, and then the reviews, and then it helps organic the algorithm. Well, the
0: algorithm, yeah, because then it's like if the algorithm on Amazon is all about getting on page one. So there's there's twenty pages of products. Well, only the guys on page one win. So you're on, we're on page one. So I'll call it, that's the extreme. Like there's all those, you don't want to, the the guys that do that, a lot of those guys are getting shut down now. Mm And, and, but it's exactly what we're talking about with Instagram, people buying followers or buying whatever. So um, there is, there is equivalence of that. Now you can do on Amazon that's Amazon's okay with Mm -hmm. because you can get into your product and it's uh, yeah. So, you know, again, I'll share, yeah, I'll share a couple of the ones that, you know, so let me, and and again, the good news is it's more above board. So you can feel comfortable using these things. Uh Um, I'll give you, give you one that again, very few people do. I'll I'll give you a couple of them, but one to start off with, for example, is something called Amazon live. So you go live on Instagram, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I assume, right. You guys have a big following, you go live on YouTube, you live on, so what's happening is a lot of people don't realize you can, on Amazon, you can really sell a lot of product. This is like, this is kind of convergence of, of
1: Amazon live,
0: Amazon live. So there's an Amazon live app that most people don't know about. If you go to amazon.com slash live, it's almost like um, the, uh, the uh, home shopping network or QVC, you know, so you can go on there and promote your product. So you can do that. Anyone can do that. Um, How do
1: people find that? I've, I've never watched a Amazon live. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what they'll do is Amazon will, will push that content to certain listings, uh, it's called amazon.com slash. There are people like, you know, stay at home moms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go on there because it's all these deals that are being offered. Right, on right. there. Um So with your product, what you can do is uh, there's two things. One, you can do it yourself. Like I've got it right now. I can pull out my phone and pull out, you know, my product, you know, da 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 guys. And, uh, you know, here it is. Or if you buy the product, mm. which is okay, that's good. But what's even better is what we do is we combine that with our ranking strategy. So there's a strategy called, uh, it's called search, find, buy. All right, so it's- Search, find, buy. Yeah, okay. it's like SFB. So search, find, buy. Which Amazon says they're okay with it. Like, they're not going to they're not gonna kill the account for it, but it's a little gray hat. We call it, you know, gray hat's a little, you know, it's not quite black hat, <laughs> right. which is basically you get someone to go find your product, you search for your product on Amazon. Because Amazon's all about it. Uh, when you go to Amazon, what do you do to find your product, right? If you want something, sure. sungla- you type in sunglasses, right? You don't type in Jamie's such and such brand, right? So it's all search. So you search- do um, so you get someone to search, right? So if we were launching your products, you know, Hey, let's, what are the keywords that matter for your product? Let's get someone else to search for that. Your products on like page four. All right. Mm. And then, so we're going to behind the scenes have a little incentive tool set up. Like, Hey, you're going to go find this product. You're going to go find this product on page four. And you're going to buy it and you're going to buy it for full price. You're not going to put a coupon in anything. Um, and then behind the scenes, like off of Amazon, we're going to, we're going to rebate you back.
1: Oh, you know, I see that on a lot of products that I buy. There's like a certain rebate or something like that.
0: Yeah. So the ones that do it like that you see up front, that's okay. But Amazon, they like, oh, you get a coupon or discount. Oh, it is a
1: different strategy. This is like, Yo, this I is want like, to you do it, but then price.
0: back through PayPal separately. We're gonna like, I'm gonna get you your money back. Mm. And so we have it. We're gonna, but that whole strategy is automated. There's tools to automate it, so it's very easy. Um, and so what happens is you do that um, several times over, like, hey, you're going to, we can calculate, hey, you do that 10 times a day for the next eight days, your product's going to go from mm. page four to page one. And, and once you go to page one, like, let's start reordering your product because you're going to, your product's going to sell really fast. Right. And then you can do that for the That's next good. keyword. Um, but you know, that Amazon, we combine that with Amazon live. So we'll do like, and very few people do this. So we'll be like, Hey, da da da. Um, you know, by the way, go search for, you know, go search for this product and we're going to have, you know, we have a special offer for you guys. So we'll add like a, uh, a, uh, basically an incentive or a, a coupon or rebate for people to do that. Mm-hmm. And they'll go find it. They'll buy it. They'll get the try it, And then we'll, we won't refund the 100%. Maybe we we'll give them like 80% or right, 70%. Right. Um, but it's just, again, we can pretty much rank to page one every time doing that. Um, so that's a Dang, big one. That's the yeah, yeah, gym.
1: <laughs> that's a gym right there. Okay. All right. Give, give, me, a, give me one. Yeah. One. yeah. Right. So uh, another one
0: is, uh, so a huge thing on Amazon is, is, so ranking, besides getting, you know, what product should I sell? Um, and that's, you know, there is, it's really the two things I'll cover, ranking, which we just talked about. Um, and there's a little more to that, but that, I mean, that concept is the concept, mm-hmm. um, whether you use live or that search find buy. The second one is reviews. So on a, on a platform, reviews is massive, right? So if you go, um, if you go look at, you know, cell phone cases, you want to buy a case, and you see our listing with a 1,000 reviews, five-star reviews, and you mm-hmm. see someone else with two, two reviews, right? Your trust factor is going to be sure. right, different. I mean, all of us do that, right? So it's a huge difference. Um, so reviews are massive. Again, it's another area, historically, you know, Black Hat, oh, yes. I, it was a huge review manipulation, right? Everybody. It was like to, to play the game, you had to do this if you wanted to be big. And so-, mm-hmm. and so You know, I see
1: those too, because I, 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 oh, I look at every review and- um, <laughs> I'll see a review that seemingly has nothing to do with this product. And I'm like, how did that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. That that's yeah. So there's even some other manipulation. People will take some other dead product and they'll stick it in on the system. They'll make it, they'll take all these, they'll they'll add this other product to it and make it bring all these reviews. Oh, into so it. one
1: product that had reviews, yes. you just changed the product.
0: Yeah, because that you can there's weird things on Amazon that you can move like a listing in under another listing, and it's what you're seeing that you can manipulate. Now, Amazon you know, you don't want to do that as a, as a seller, but that's what exactly you're seeing. You're like, wait, these reviews, because most people don't go read the reviews. You actually read them. Everyone else just sees like, oh, there's a thousand reviews. It must be good. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're actually taking the time to, to read them. But, um, but to that point, reviews are super important. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Amazon for Amazon, it's a problem. If, if all the reviews are fake, it creates a big trust factor on the platform. So you under, we all understand why Amazon wants it. To, same thing with podcasts. If all podcast reviews are fake, right. that's a problem, right? You want authentic reviews. It's yeah. the same. Speaking you know, of which,
1: yeah. send a review. Okay, like this, to send a <laughs> review. An authentic review, okay? Uh, five-star preferably, okay? I just <laughs> want to take the time out while it's on their mind. I'm sorry Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great, great point,
0: right? And it, and it's uh, It makes all the difference to the world, right? But so- Along those lines, authentic reviews is ways that, how do we get authentic reviews that don't break Amazon's terms of service? Um, A really good technique you can do, which again, 99% of people don't do, is you create an insert on your product. So like right now I've got an order with one of the partnerships I got, the one of the smaller brands, the big stuff our team in China handles. But um, literally on the way over here, I I said, all right, um, let's make sure we get this little insert to our manufacturer. I have a virtual assistant that's going to handle it.
1: What do you mean insert? You
0: mean? Uh, so an insert, so when you open a product, let's say it says like, let's say there's a registration card yeah. for that product, mm-hmm. right? That's probably the most common one. Gotcha. There might be a coupon. There might be something. So that's called a product insert. Got it, got it, got right? it. Right, so it. most people, do, you know, you open an Amazon product, there's nothing, right? You just open it, nothing. Um, what I recommend doing is you can have like a sticker. It's just like a sticker that goes on the product. And it's like a little barcode they can zap with their phone, mm-hmm. um, or it could be a, a website, a landing page that takes them to. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we offer same kind. We'll offer a uh, a little gift card. You know, hey, get a. And you can do other thing. Hey, a free product. We'll offer a gift card that takes them into totally automated. You know, that you don't need to do this yourself. In terms of, uh, it takes them into people are familiar with like many chat or mm-hmm. chat flows. It takes them into a little automated, like in their Facebook Messenger. Yeah. It handles them. It gives them. It takes them into a review flow, and then takes them into write a little review for us. Um, we stay within guidelines. We don't say we don't say you know you have to give us a five star mm-hmm. review because uh, you're not allowed to do it on Amazon. But we know from the math, like we get a massive number of reviews for that, and our competitors that aren't doing it are like we just leave them in the dust.
1: Right,
0: um, right. And so, you know, assuming you have a good quality product, right? Just like I said, in digital, if you have a good quality product, you're adding real value. You do these, these things that we're talking about to get to page one and you have reviews, reviews really drive your conversion because, you know, if you have one review, your, your conversion rate might be, you know, 10%. You have, right. you have, you don't need a lot of, you have, you have 50 reviews, hundred reviews, your conversion rate be, you know, 30%, 40% every time people go on that product um, and you leave your competitors in the in the dust. Wow!
1: <laughs> and here is the thing: I know you have like a hundred more hacks, right? <laughs> one more, yeah. one more, one more, one more, one more. Then we got to get out. we got to get out of here. One yeah, yeah, more okay. Amazon hack. Well, I'll tell what you, mean, you I'll,
0: I'll, Sure, I'll cover the. Uh, I mean, the third big pillar. I mean, I covered reviews ranking your product. Um, there is a bunch of other stuff which isn't as you know, you know, sexy. We don't mm. talk about it. You need to learn how to do all those in the right order. But the the third, the huge one, which really, you know, I almost forget that it's such a big one. I know it for people, but sometimes I almost underestimate is what product to sell itself, right? So it's like, sure. it's like some people have like analysis paralysis They're just or fear, again, because that's the thing that will- that would be me. Stop them. All right, yeah. yeah so you're not so much fearful, like how do I rank? He's like, I can figure it. Someone will show me how to do that. But it's like, what product do I sell? Um, and so, and this one, I won't call it so much like a hack, but it's one that has been super powerful um, that we're doing more now. My, my friend, David was telling about that. Him and his wife have been selling their businesses mm-hmm. is, and we learned this from the digital world, is this, instead of starting with, we say starting with what product I'm going to sell. Then the last couple of years we used to teach, don't worry about what product, start with which keywords have huge opportunities. Like don't, for, change your mind for a moment, which keywords have big opportunities that are, you know, are in demand on Amazon, but there's not a lot of product fulfilling that demand. Right, so you can start, that's another layer. Explain, what do you mean? Yeah, sorry. So like, if I say, uh, Let's research keywords. Forget about your product. Let's use some tools and look. Let's look up cell phone accessories through these tools that tell you what kind of tools. Uh, sorry, software tool like a software tool that says how often is this? How many times per month does an, does someone search for this term on Amazon? Yes. Okay. And then how much do these different sellers sell on Amazon? You can see, like, if you pull up our product, you go, Wow, you're doing. You do two hundred thousand a month on that product. You do three hundred thousand a month on that product. You do. You'll see guys, you know the. The massage gun. You'll see. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys do two million dollars in sales. I got one of those. Two (laughs) hundred thousand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's massive business. But you can see everyone um, on page one exactly how much they sell. It's very transparent uh, to understand, which is great. So you can understand.
1: And what what are some what are the tools that you use?
0: Yeah. So there's there's different software tools. Um, One of my favorites is called uh, Sellerize. It's like S E L L E R I S E seller, you go. Know, seller coupon. Oh, is, we have you. a little code. Okay. So uh, there's another one called, uh, uh, jungle scouts, a big one. Like it's, it's a Chrome extension. You pull up on Amazon, it just shows it all. Gotcha. Um, it's okay. pretty cool. There's a, there's a couple of different tools that people, you know, we can figure out how to get gotcha. people all the tools that we use. So they're just software back in the day when we first started this stuff didn't exist. Now there's, you know, there's tools out there. The only tools I talk about is the ones we use. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, um, Okay, yeah. So
1: we're, we we use these tools, put in what people are, find out what people are searching.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but really, what I want to tell people to do is, and I know if people, you know, if you're not selling, um, the- sick of being upsold at gyms? Um, the difference that the thing that we've been doing the last year or two, which again, very few people do is, you know, I was saying product and I was saying what searches, but before that is we target, we call a, a community, mm. right? So now, which isn't, people don't think about that so much in terms of e-commerce. So again, digital space, oh, we're going to build a community of, you know, your right. entrepreneurs, you are building this. So for example, I'll use David and Leah because they just crushed this over the uh last year and they're selling this business like this week for like over $7 million in less than two years (laughs) is they figured out, all right, there's a lot of people that are into gardening. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not into gardening, but there's like, these people are really into gardening. So find something that people are really into. It doesn't be really into, you know, people, fitness, like for example, fitness, there's women that are just really into fitness. There's women over 40 into this. There's all these communities that exist online. Like think about Facebook groups, right? So just think about guys and figure out, let's say entrepreneurs, a group of entrepreneurs. All right. What are products that entrepreneurs, you know, get into? So okay. this is the idea is you take a community of people. You have all the power of Amazon. You have all the power of the ranking strategies we talk about all the, po- but then you use that community. You can either create this Facebook group yourself. It could be, you know, LinkedIn group. It could be on Instagram, or you can literally go buy these groups. Just people that run these Facebook groups for years. And they're like, Tired of running them. Like it could be people that like bicycling, you know? You know, hey, I'd like to buy that group. They're like, what? They're like, what? They're like, yeah, let me give you $500 for your group. It's got like, mm-hmm. you know, it's got like 30,000 members in it, right. you know? And it's like, all right, you know, whatever. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of this anyways. I love it. So we'll buy, or, you know, an Instagram account. You can buy an Instagram account. But the whole concept is if you understand like a community and it doesn't have to be, oh, people you know, are passionate about, you don't build the community around your specific product. You build the the community just around whatever their collective interest is, but your product fits into that interest, right? Mm -hmm. So now like, so my friend, the gardening community, they come out, he's got like a uh, bonsai tree kit on Mm -hmm. Amazon. It sells for, I think it sells for like 30, 40 bucks or something, Um, you know, and then within this community, people go crazy over it. Or when he launches the product or he wants reviews, hey, we have a special offer. You know, here it is. You guys get it for, um, you know, instead of 80, he probably can do it for 30% off and they all, they'll go boom, boom, they all go buy the product. And, uh, and it's, so it's very little marketing. It's just, yeah. you know, so the whole concept of a community, just you have this, like raving fans built in. And then you combine that with what I said, the keyword and all the details. It's like super powerful to have. Uh, and then when you go to sell the business, or right, we talked about it earlier about yeah. selling the business, like, oh, you have an Amazon brand. Like, you know, okay, I, I have an Amazon brand. What else you have an email list with that? Um, I will say in my case, The typical Amazon said, no, do you have a community? Do you have Facebook? No. Do you have Instagram? No, no. It's like, oh, what about you over here? Well, no, I have, you know, I use this little inserts. We collect emails. I've got our own community. We've got Instagram. They're like, ooh, I'll pay you, you know, uh, I'll pay you seven times your earnings. I'll buy your business for three times.
1: Um, Mm, You know, I just like the conversation (laughs) around building something and selling it. That might yeah. be I, I got to have you on a part 2. We just yeah, talked yeah, about buying yeah, and yeah. selling buildings Yeah, Jamie, thank you so much, man. Um this has been a wealth of knowledge. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Oh, and I got to ask you this publicly cuz I didn't ask you before. <clears throat> um is there like a promo code that we can set up for my listeners?
0: Uh there's definitely a promo
1: code yes. we can set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I ask That's you that, that before I asked you this? The, did the I ask cash. you before this interview did I ask you to give a discount?
0: Uh we didn't talk. We didn't talk about See? before anything. Yeah, just, no, I just want people, people to know. I try to put <laughs> people in the spot. Okay.
1: <laughs> I want to. I want to tie people's hands and make them say yes. Okay. You're, you're good. You make good. make yes feel comfortable, <laughs> but then I'm like,
0: he's made me feel so comfortable. I've got to. Uh, I, I got to step up. I got to step up.
1: Should we make it social proof just to make it easy? Social proof. Absolutely. I don't even know what the discount is going to be. Just yeah, make yep. it social proof and put it in. Absolutely. I have a link here. Can we, we'll have a link to absolutely we we'll, people to follow you. We'll set that. The team will set all that up for you. sweet. Listen. Um. And last question is, can can you help me with a store? Like, because yeah, yeah. my, my, my wife would be super cool with that. I mean, because we don't have to have inventory yep. and product. It's just understanding the game, learning the game and 100%. how to play. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got know, it's going game. down, Jay. You got
1: you, man. It's <laughs> going down. All right, I got to do a quick commercial. Okay. I want you to think of something deep and profound to end this interview with. Okay. But I got to do a quick commercial real quick. All right. All right, Absolutely. cool. So this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, TheMorningMeetup.com, TheMorningMeetup.com. Jamie, actually, I'm going to tell you about it, The TheMorningMeetup.com. It's the only community that it's the only um, organization or network that gathers a community of people every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. So wow. every month I have like a theme and every every day, Monday through Friday, I'm teaching entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, and I'm bringing on experts and uh, high level entrepreneurs. Actually, can you talk on the call this month? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. um, I'm just giving away the game and I'm bringing on experts of entrepreneurs. We have a book club. We just finished The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, Next week we're going to start on Who Moved My Cheese? Mm -hmm. And literally this year so far we've read three books together. I've never read three books cover to cover in any year. That's awesome. And it's about a hundred other people have done the same thing. So it's very important that you um, come on to TheMorningMeetup.com. You can start for a dollar, a dollar trial for seven days. See if you like it. If you like it, stay. If you don't, no obligation, no uh, no um, commitment. You can just leave. It's cool. But go to TheMorningMeetup.com and give yourself a chance. You might see Jamie on there. I'm trying to get Jamie on there more than, more than once because you got a wealth of knowledge. Ooh, You're one of the most successful people I've ever met. So, um, yes, go to TheMorningMeetup.com and enroll. One question for you. So, um, I like to make pred- predictions on the podcast it. Where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years or accomplishing in the next five to 10 years so that I can watch this interview later and say, listen, I talked to Jamie five years ago. He said he was <laughs> not doing it. Look, he's actually doing it. This All
0: is right. cool. Yeah. So what are you thinking? Yeah, I think what uh what I want to do is uh I want to get involved in in buying more brands. We will cause and and kind of the mentoring stuff. It can be the coaching stuff in this way, which what we're doing now is uh, passionate about. We love that too. But mm-hmm. also just, it's a little bit different in terms of, you know, I said earlier, I was on the side of kind of being a hired gun on the private side, but I'm interested in uh, being on that side a bit more in terms yeah. of more of the investor side. And I do have fun you know, with the, the Amazon stuff and the and the e-commerce stuff is cool, but also just the the entrepreneurial game in total. So helping, you know, I love some of these young entrepreneurs that are out there doing really cool things and, and wouldn't mind investing in in some of these guys and being part of it. Cause I do, I do enjoy to have friends that are like, yeah, we're going to take a couple years off. I'm like, why? This stuff's fun (laughs) to me, man. Like, you know um, you know, I enjoy the personal stuff with the family and travel and, but on the business stuff, you know, we're still uh, learning. Things change quick too. So that's why we stay sharp. Uh, But my goal would be to uh, is to really eventually pull myself out of the running kind of the econ businesses and more, on the investing side and, and branching out to some other entrepreneurship stuff. I like that,
1: man. Listen, I'm going to build an Amazon. I'm, I'm going to hire you to teach me how to build an Amazon store and I'm going to sell it back to you. Okay? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that because we'll we're see. actually looking, that's what I tell the guys, like, hey, we want to, I want to buy these brands before these other big entrepreneurs because I know we can, you know, we can help plug those things in to grow bigger levels too that's amazing
1: man listen uh thank you so much jamie um go ahead uh i guess uh let everybody know how they can find you man how they can get in touch with you and then close us out with a word of wisdom (laughs) um yeah i know you
0: said you're gonna have a a link i think right involved with this stuff there too so but uh yeah people are free to reach out um instagram if you look up uh jamie davidson jamie davidson.official feel free to reach out um you guys want to text my personal cell phone number? I'll, I'll give it out. Just if you guys want to text me, this isn't a community. It's a 404-275-8643. Um, probably text or whatever. If there's something, you but just give
1: your number out like that.
0: I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fearless. I think it'll be all right. It's all good. I love the entrepreneurial community. So it'll be, uh, I love it. it's good. But, um, but you know, I mean, I know Instagram is probably the way most people can find. sometimes just buried amongst there, but if there's something truly reach out, but I know, I know so you'll put a link out through your Absolutely. stuff. So, Probably, you know that's that's a good path as well too. So,
1: and whatever um, discount code the code is going to be social proof. So, whatever, um, if you want to get into the the, the Amazon game, uh, the the promo code will be social proof. All one word. We could do that, right? Yeah, social absolutely. proof. Okay, cool. All right, um, all right, yeah, man. Close us I'll out cross, with a word of wisdom, man. You got to put a bowl on this thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my thought is, you know, obviously we're about physical products, but you know, it's fun. I've been having some fun discussions with. I mean, we do pretty well. There's a there's a, a gal down in Florida. She's, a, her and her husband are legit billionaires down in, in South Beach, Miami. And so it's a whole nother perspective. Mm-hmm. And she's been involved in the discussions because they're all about selling physical products too. But I do believe, um, you know, if you're in entrepreneurship at some point, I do believe everyone should have a physical product to sell. Um, whether that's Amazon or through other channels is, uh, is great. And uh, again, just a huge believer in the entrepreneurial game. Um, I love what you talked about with, Groups and what you're doing with you know community and people um, that I would just encourage everyone to try to plug into those type of those things because it is you know our success was a lot partnering with some other people at it and uh, it's really hard to go at it alone and it's uh, it's a lot of fun to uh, like the stuff you said book clubs entrepreneurship get out there when you know things are okay to travel more get out there and meet with people in person um, find communities online and then. Mix it out. So it's like, you know, I know, I think our mutual friends, Neo, Crest Pass, and again, you and I may have never met. To me, the more I'm excited about what you guys are doing and plugging in because, you know, we'll we'll pick up nuggets too. So For sure.
1: Man, I appreciate it. Listen, we can't close it out no better than that. Do me a favor, man. For one, go follow Jamie Davidson. Number two, I want you to go get you some social proof, okay? I want you to spend the next six, 12 months building something. Go learn. Go grow and actually build something. But then you got to go back to your community and teach someone else how you did it. That's the only way our community grows. All right, we are out of here. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just $1 for seven days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com.